This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay. Here we go. What's up, guys? All right, so... First thing is, this Saturday, we have a, uh, we're gonna have a big practice, live scrimmaging going on. Uh, we're gonna introduce some red zone, and we want all Husky Nation to be there. Of course, you guys are all invited as well. Uh, it's gonna be 77 degrees, if you haven't checked your, uh, your weather, weather map. 77 degrees, full sun, no, no golfing. You gotta come watch us practice first, and then you can do a golf, all right? We want all Husky Nation to be there, 10.30, 12.30, a lot of live scrimmaging going on. You're going to see a big-time competition on both sides of the ball. should be a lot of fun, and I uh, hope you see you guys there Saturday. And then uh, one, one more note here, and, and make sure you sign up at GoHuskies.com. Make sure you sign up uh, so you guys can make sure you pass your attestation and get into Husky Stadium, sit in the sun, enjoy some football for two hours. And then one more announcement here is, uh, you know, it was just unfortunate that uh, Rich Newton had two false positive tests, uh, the opening in the spring football. That's the reason he missed a couple of practices. We think we've uh, solved the issue, uh, but it just reminds us that we're uh, in the middle of a pandemic and we still got to jump through a lot of hoops and uh, to make sure we get guys to practice every single day. And so we're glad Rich is back and he's, he's coming in phenomenal shape and he's doing a really good job and hopefully uh, he won't miss any more practices here moving forward. So, with that, questions. With the, with the, with the, what you just did today, um, it was kind of that mix at the end of Lod and Rap or Thud, Temple, whatever you want to call it. W was there some rhyme or reason to how you wanted to, to do that? Was it just short yardage or goal line or what was it? Yeah, no, that we, so we're always trying to protect our team. And we've to we, of course, got to get some live tackling in. We've done more live tackling. Uh, in the last year and a half than we ever have around here. Um, I really believe uh, we, we got to go out there and practice real football as much as we can. But at the same time, we can't just tackle live every single play uh, or else we're going to run out of guys and we're going to get everybody injured and, and not make it to the season. And so, um, you know, it, there's a little bit of a science to it, but to go back and forth between our rap tempo and our live tempo keeps the guys safe, but at the same time gets their – it gets their pads popping a little bit on a couple of live reps and then dial them back, back to the rap tempo, staying on our feet. And I'm really proud of both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, we got, we have some extraordinary competitors out there and they, they want to go out there and make some, and make some big plays and for them to have poise and make sure they stay on their feet. I give them a lot of credit. Uh, let's just make sure they continue to do that Friday. And then especially Saturday when the pads are really going to be popping on Saturday. How important is Eddie Gulafoscio's presence, both with his play, but also just the leadership and the example that he brings? That's exactly what you said right there, Mike, his leadership. He is what he embodies what a dog is. Uh, he is a big-time person, but a big-time football player. He has fought for, for every rep uh, that we've given him on special teams and on defense. 
He fought and clawed to, to get on scholarship. He fought and clawed to be an all-conference player. And you can see the look in his eye, the determination. He wants to be better. He wants to be a better Eddie this year than he was last year and the year before. And that's what we are all about around here, this constant state of growth and development. Um, he leads by example. He's also leading by his voice now because he has a ton of respect around the locker room for, how, for the position that he is in right now. And you can see that he is not resting. He is competitive as all get out. And I'm glad he's a dog. Saw some drops from the receivers today. When, when do you start to become concerned that this is getting in their heads a little bit? You saw some big plays too. Uh, yeah, I yeah. saw you guys uh, kind of come in here early, some big plays down there down the stretch. Um, so I don't, it's not a concern whatsoever. Of course, we would love them to catch every single ball, uh, tight ends, running backs, receivers. Uh, there's no camp that's going on in the country right now that doesn't have a one drop or two or three. Um, that's why we practice. And um, we, will, we, will work through, we will work through those um, you know, drops every single practice. And hopefully, they continue to get better. And that's, that's why we go out there and practice. What do you like about Dom Hampton at safety? Yeah. Um, there's a lot to like about Dom Hampton. He's, uh, the light has finally clicked on for him. Uh, he's really immersed himself in the playbook and the details. But his size, his, uh, his speed, his strength, his physicality, we really like at, at safety. The scary thing is, is he is so fast and athletic that he could still play corner and we will still bounce him out to corner if need be. Um, I'm excited where he's at right now. We're still only in spring ball practice number five. And we got a ways to go, but he's off to a tremendous start. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, lots of flags in the secondary today. Was that just technique, sloppiness, or whispering in the officials' ears to call it a little tight today? Yeah, well, especially, no, and you saw a bunch of them in one-on-ones. And usually in one-on-ones, the flags are always flying. Uh, it's a spotlight drill where everybody knows where the ball's going. There's no secret. And usually the first, this is only the second time we've done the one-on-one -on -one drill. The DBs usually get a little handsy because they don't want to get beat. And uh, especially when we got a huge audi you know, an audience out there and it's just one guy going, they don't want to get beat, they don't want to get embarrassed, so they start grabbing a little bit. When we shift over to team sessions, I don't think you saw as many flags, uh, but usually during one-on-ones, um, you know, they, they're just scrapping and clawing and competing, trying not to get beat. And that's, that happens every single camp, every training camp, every spring football. Hey, Jimmy, with, with the flags and, and how the officials run the, the practice, is that something where you just wait until the film to clean it up with the guys? Or do you, are there some things that you actually want to teach them right there and then in terms of how do you approach that kind of thing with the officiating? Yeah, so, we, so I get a list of all the penalties that were called. And, um, of course, all the procedure penalties, those get handled by their coaches right at the end of the practice. Uh, you guys were in here, but, you know, you know our, there's certain things that you can't do. And there may be some extra things for those guys to do after practice when they have procedure penalties, offsides, or uh, uh, procedure penalties on offense. But, you know, a lot of the other stuff, the holding, uh, any, any, anything like that, we just coach off of film. When the periods are uh, scripted, we don't enforce the penalty because obviously the ball is just going to stay in one spot. But when we finish in the scrimmage format, all the penalties will be enforced just like they would during a game. What do you see with Mark Redman and what he brings to the table? Uh, very long, really soft hands. He's uh, he's smart. We got we have a lot in. 
very early here on offense uh, for practice five and for a guy that's only been here for a little over a year. He's been able to absorb it extremely well. Mark's got a bright future. He's just got to keep grinding and keep working. Made a bunch of really good catches out there today. I'm sure you saw. Um, no, I mean, I'm excited about his future. Well, Jimmy, back to the safeties, uh, not, not, let alone uh, Dominic Hampton. Seems like a lot of guys are getting in and out of there. Um, I just saw Jacoby Covington running with the crew one day, and you've got three other starters that are back. Um, how is that battle? And, and are you just sliding guys in, trying to see how different combinations work? Yeah, we, we feel like we have a, a lot of talent um, at that position, and it's a, it's a big competition right now to see who those guys are going to be. Um, and we'll, you know, that's what spring football is for. We, we want to get guys out there, get them reps, who can take the information in the classroom, and then who can go out there on the, on the grass and, and go make plays. Our safeties, we, we put a lot on our safeties. They have to, they have to be able to adjust, make, make checks, make calls. Um, and then be able to play really good technique and make sure they make plays on the football um, and not give up big plays. But I'm, I'm excited about that room. They're, the competition is just growing. And, you know, we have, uh, what, what is it, 10 practices left here, you know, to see, you know, how that room's going to shake out, plus training camp coming up. But really excited about the depth. Hey, Jimmy, I know you talked about it's, it's a day five and you said this is a young team. Overall, how have you seen the young guys kind of adjust to this level, the pace, and kind of what you guys are? Yeah, I didn't say that we we have a young team. I didn't. I don't think I said that. Um, and I, I, I but so, what's your question? How do I see the young guys adjust? Yeah, and I think it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you, how the. I think you said a lot of the guys that are now out there. This might have been they haven't had full spring training. Correct. So, it wasn't so much young as in the miracle, but just in. Yeah, no, I'm excited. We're getting a bunch of reps. I mean, you guys have seen every practice. Uh, we, we have a bunch of team reps, a lot of young guys that are here for their first time, uh, true freshmen or their transfers. They're getting a bunch of reps out there. Um, and they're getting coached. They're getting taught. They're getting critiqued. And every single day I felt like I feel like uh, we're getting better. And that's what it's all about is just trying to grow and develop every single day. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from the guys that are doing, doing it really, really well. And say, you know what? I need to emulate that. I need to, I need to do that. You know, Mike brought up uh, Mark Redmond. You know, I know he watches K Dot. K Dot does it the right way. You know what? I'm going to try to emulate what he does. And Kate's not going to be perfect. Maybe he makes a mistake, and then all of a sudden, Mark's okay. There's a mistake. I'm going to make sure I don't I don't repeat that same mistake. And that's across all of our position groups. We can take that approach. Then every single unit on our team will get better. Jimmy, you mentioned that the light came on with Dom Hampton. You know, and after this first week, is there any other guys where the light has really come on and have really broken through in the first week? Ooh. Well, JV on Sunday finally figured out the tempo. Okay, the light bulb came on there. <laughs> um, oh, I'm trying to think. You, you're such a broad question, Kim. Can you narrow it down? Uh, you're just you're just saying anybody on our whole team. Defense. Defense. The light bulb come on. We've got a lot of returning starters. Uh, we got a lot of guys that have played a lot of football. Uh, and so, you know, Dom was a guy that has not been a primary starter for us. Um, so I'm trying to think of a guy that uh, – I'll tell you what, I'll just – you know, today, hopefully you watch Jalen Polk. That guy was out there making some tough catches and made some big-time plays today. And he's been making plays every day. Um, actually showed him some plays – the whole team this morning about a couple of plays he made on Monday. 
And then today he had his best day by far of spring football. Um, so I could see the light bulb definitely coming on for him, just learning the formations, the splits, the techniques. You know, everything's different that he's learned here than in his past plays. But it was fun watching him go out there, make some plays. What made you want to go this, this spring with, with two different groups a lot of times? You know, two, two different sets of 11 on 11. Kind of where did that idea come from? So we stumbled on that uh, actually last year uh, during, during the pandemic. Uh, the way we had to practice and we wanted to get guys reps, uh, that was the way we stumbled on that. And, and I remember we always do like a lessons learned of what was good, what was bad, what do we need to change. And every coach was like, Coach Lake, we have got to do that. All the guys are getting reps and uh, – you know, they're able to watch. So the other, the other cool thing is we'll have one play going on this side and maybe Dylan Morris did it correct and made the right read. And then the other quarterback on the other side didn't do it the correct way, right? So now there's coaching film. You can put both of those plays back to back and go, hey, here, quarterback, this is how you're supposed to read it. Dylan read it perfect. Here was the same coverage and so on and so forth. So it's been awesome getting those guys reps and um, – you know, for us as a coaching staff, we just feel like our, our guys are our guys are getting better every day, every day. Coach, any significance to you guys, and maybe not, but I just had to ask, you guys having the W on the side of the helmet? Because usually it's just a plain gold helmet during the spring. Nope. Okay. Where's Bart? I don't know. Okay. We're still at the University of Washington. I know that. There's a W on there. I don't know. Okay. okay. Yeah, maybe, Jeff, you know? You want to come up here? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, one thing I don't pay attention to is all that stuff. I, I just want guys to tackle, stay on their feet, make plays, make sure they know their information, all the dress stuff. Yeah, I don't pay attention. Uh, John Donovan went into the process of, of how you guys looked at Patrick O'Brien bringing him in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with all the traits that he brings as a veteran guy, is there anything he's done above and beyond that's impressed you in the first couple of weeks, but, you know, more than you would have normally expected from a veteran like that? No, I think he's done everything that we've asked him to do. Um, he's come in here and and uh, has put in extra time to learn the playbook. He's, he's, he's putting a lot of effort in. He's gone out there and, um, you know, he's made made plays in these first five days. Been very, very pleased with him. You know, but I'm really pleased with all, all those quarterbacks right now. And, um, you know, you see him up in the hallways all the time, going to watch extra film uh, with, their, with their coach and their uh, – you know, their competitive spirit and their drive to to be great is all there. And I think uh, – and they all have low egos and they just want to get better and just go out there and compete. So I'm really happy, I'm really happy with those guys right now. Do you have a hand in the music? Because the first five practices I sit and I hear a lot of hard-edge music and today we got hollow notes and the spinners. And I got no problem with that, but it just was kind of husky light. So a husky light? So what do you, what do you want? Do you have a – do you want something different? Nevada. You don't like that? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I so I do have a huge influence on the music, to answer your question. And uh, I don't know if, I'm sure you guys saw the DMX tribute that we had, uh, RIP. Yeah, every single day. The biggest thing is you're going to see a change. It's not going to stay the same. I like to keep everybody on their toes, including you guys. You never know what you're going to hear. It's always going to be different. Jamie, what, what, what do you, a lot of things you do, why do you want to have that influence? Well, it's all about energy. Uh, pra- practice is always better with a bunch of energy. And our, our guys understand that, and our coaches understand that. And music is a, is a valuable tool to use to, to, bring, to bring energy. And 
we use it in team meetings, we use it in practice, um, but we'll also eventually use it for to disturb our guys as well uh, when we practice to go play our first road game, uh, for instance, which that's not for a long time, but uh, we'll use music. It's, a, it's an awesome resource for us. Yeah, Bray, Braylon is um, maybe there's your defensive guy where the light has come on a little bit there, Kim. So he is uh, he's definitely coming on. Um, he's gotten stronger in the weight room. That was the first thing uh, you know that we need to see when he came in here from high school. And I think he's definitely playing with more confidence now. Uh, he's shown shown uh, some more versatility in his pass rush moves, and he's shown some toughness in stopping the run. And so I'm really excited about that room. We played – that whole room is returning from this last fall. That room played really well last year. And we're adding Braylon Dreis. And we're adding Jeremiah. And we'll be adding Maurice Himes uh, coming up in the summer. And so we, didn't, we don't lose anybody from last, from last year's who actually played in 2020. And so as long as those guys keep, uh, keep that edge about them and uh, that grind and trying to get better every single day, which Braylon has – that room's going to be in really good shape. Good. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.